Trash King's intro too. Even sexier. Even more jazz. Hey guys and dolls, and welcome to the Trash Movie Kings podcast. I'm your host, Adam Edwards, and I've got just a few quick notes for you before we dive in. New episodes of the podcast go up every Tuesday morning, with video versions premiering on YouTube at 1pm Central the same day. We record on Thursday nights, so give us a follow on Instagram or Twitter at Trash Movie Kings to see what we're watching. That way, you'll be up to speed when the episode releases on Tuesday. If you have any questions, comments, or suggestions, our email address is trashmoviekings at gmail.com, so uh, go ahead and drop us a line. We'd love to hear from you. Alright, with that out of the way, let's jump in. Uh, what's the movie going to be called? Really? I know what it's going to be called. Yeah, what's that? <laughs> if it's got Carrot Top in it, you know what a good name for it would be? What's that, Norm? Box Office Poison. <laughs> I made a joke. She's on. in it. What about my career? Courtney Thorne Smith, the girl sitting to your left, is in the movie. I'm going to go see it for Courtney. <laughs> There's this movie coming out. Yes. Title undetermined at this point. Chairman of the board. Oh. All right. Do something with that, you freak. <laughs> I, I bet the board is spelled B-O-R-E-D. What do you have for me this time? Anyway, that's the whole reason why we watched this movie tonight. Oh, okay. <laughs> Uh, let us talk about this film. <laughs> it was the most, the most interesting thing that happened to that movie and why it's the first entry about it on IMDb. Yes, it, it, it 100% is the only reason people care about it is because of Norm McDonald. <laughs> I wonder how much it's made in syndication or in distribution. Well, it just made a few cents off of us. So yeah, I want to know how much, how many people have watched it in the last two days exactly <laughs> yeah, probably a few. he I would, took that I movie would, down i would guess that it doubled its original audience in the last two days i mean like yeah probably all right so uh welcome to the most recent episode of trash kings podcast uh i am your host adam edwards i'm joined with or joined by here apocalypse howl bigfoot enthusiast over here on my left. Uh, and then we've got Amy Anderson, uh, owner, producer of Huggable Riot in Chicago. Uh, Joey Graham, producer of the unacclaimed Monster Closet joint, uh, Nothing Really Happens. And <clears throat> star of upcoming Monster Closet film, Dickhead. Uh, and then Michael Langhausen, who was the director of photography for the upcoming Monster Closet film, Dickhead. Uh, and just overall camera god so uh yeah tonight we watched chairman of the board 
now I will say that we watched this because uh, we all love Norm Macdonald and there's a very famous clip of him on Conan O'Brien where Courtney Thorne Smith, who was in this movie is one of the uh, guests on that, on that particular episode. Norm is also there and it's, it's a fun time. So we decided that we were going to trash this movie. Um, <clears throat> so I guess we'll start out. Uh, we'll start with Joey or apocalypse. Like, what was this movie about? What happened in this movie? It was it was Billy Madison, except not at all Billy Madison. It was just a terrible version. It was, it was like if Biodome and Billy Madison came together. It's a that's a good point. I didn't think about that, but uh, in a in a in a true trash film kind of way, it's a ripoff of a you know of another film, which you know most of the films that were, these trash films are ripoffs of some other popular film. So I mean, perhaps Billy Madison, perhaps the popularity of uh, <clears throat> uh, like the Ace Ventura films or whatnot kind of brought this upon it. We, you mentioned, somebody mentioned that Jim Carrey was supposed to be in this movie, but clearly it was a piece of shit. They didn't want to do it, so they hired Carrot Top. <laughs> I just, I can't believe I've but seen this movie now. It's, no, it's one of <laughs> yeah, those. Oh, okay. Yeah, we should talk about what it's actually about. Yeah, uh, uh, a young inventor named Edison uh, uh, meets a billionaire and the billionaire quickly dies, very quickly dies after they go on a surfing trip, day trip. <clears throat> and then, um, yeah, the, uh, the, the boneheaded surfer inventor takes over the inventing company and uh the idea factory. i guess initially the idea factory i guess perhaps that was its actual name I, I, no confirmation on that but the company uh, and he does some good work for a while and then and then uh he gets in trouble there's a kind of a subplot about it going to his head but it doesn't really mean anything because it's quickly overtaken by the fact that some other guy that's wants to sue him and it ends up being you know the other guy that's the nephew of the billionaire who's mad about not getting the money it's really contrite it's this movie is mr deeds goes to washington if it was a discovery zone commercial from like 19 (laughs) yes yeah that's that's very good was discovery zone national no, that's what I was going to say as regional. So to Chuck speak cheese. more nationally, maybe yeah. Chuck E. Cheese, maybe Capri Sun. I was thinking <laughs> the, the creepy crawlers commercial. The creepy. There you go. Mm. Oh, I love those things. Like a, like a Fox cartoon afternoon toy commercial. Yeah. Aesthetic or yeah, whatever. Nerf, like a Nerf commercial. Which Did leads it? into the... That they had a lot of strange product mentions, placements. Mm-hmm. Very curious if they how much money they made <clears throat> on mentioning Snapple, Diet Coke, 7 Eleven, Slurpees, Fila. <clears throat> yeah. And there were probably more. I, you know, I was trying I think to I saw a Domino's logo at some Oh, yeah. Domino's. Why wouldn't there be pizza in this? Diet Coke. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, I said Diet Coke. Yeah, so it feels like a 90s commercial, the way it's shot with all the weird kind of wide angles and people's faces and bright, bright lighting. 
mm-hmm. all the way up like studio lighting. It's funny that it's like we make fun of this now, but it's like the way that like Netflix shows are shot now with like really shallow focus and fucking every shot will probably be made fun of in 10 years. So, but yeah, anyway, that's kind of what it's about. Product. Yeah. yeah. So, um, I guess from there we'll just go with uh, real quick kind of temperature pulse of the room kind of thing. Did you like it? We'll start with, uh, with Amy, just, Yes or no, brief couple of sentences. Did you like it? Well, as I feel like I bring a certain point of view to this question because as the Elaine to these collective Seinfelds here, I can just say <laughs> it's not, not a particularly feminist movie. Um, but I did like that it had the actress that played George Costanza's mother in it. So in that Seinfeld, it scenario it came full circle for me George's mom is she got a trach hanging wow yeah and the dialogue is um, educational for sure (laughs) okay (laughs) do you like it <laughs> I heard a lot of words, but I'm here if you like this movie. But I really liked the uh, colors. <laughs> this is very colorful. There's a lot of orange and a lot of green. <laughs> I think there was and a lot of work blues. for uh, senior performers, which I think is important. That's true. There were <laughs> a lot of ages <laughs> representation. Um, so you know, um, no. <laughs> yeah <clears throat> all right that's fair that's fair yeah. so uh i guess moving on then joey uh what was your favorite part of this movie and why was it not when carrot top juiced a carrot in the blender in his car and then fed the carrot to the old man just the thing to wash him down with his hand seems giant he's gonna blend up this carrot make yellow carrot carrot juice is gross I love carrot juice I like it it's a real kicker you think he calls his cum carrot juice I mean, he has to. I did not think about how his name is Carrot Top, and he just made someone carrot juice. <laughs> Drink my carrot juice, baby. Okay, that was pretty good. Carrot Top does get some carrot juice. <laughs> and then we were, we, we, got, we got to talk about Carrot, carrot Top's juice. <laughs> Getting used in some sex scene, or at least one sex juice. scene. <clears throat> and yeah, sorry, pardon me for making one of the worst puns ever. <laughs> Car it <laughs> based on only our own jokes. <laughs> uh, I think I think my favorite part, actually, now that I think about it, is just Raquel Welch showing up in random scenes and looking really hot for probably about sixty, maybe early sixties. I don't know. It was a cat or. 
She's Raquel Welch is in this. <laughs> Forgot. At least we have Raquel Welch just occasionally looking hot. I know, that's a good idea to just put hot 60-something-year-old Raquel Welch in your movie. But yeah, anytime she showed up, she looks great. And I don't know, I don't think she knows what she's doing. She's reading the lines and acting like she's surprised by them. And I guess that's about it. And no <laughs> one's really sure what her character was in this movie, like what role she played in this at all. No, I have no idea. She, she, was, she was somebody that was trying to get the, the son or the nephew to, to get ownership of the company away from Edison so that she could then buy the company. She's a corporate head. Yeah. From, she, she, she was also from like some other weirdly fucking that guy. Because she like yeah. squeezed yeah. his ass. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. And he goes, I think I just got a raise. <laughs> all those in favor of the sale, which is to say, all those whose votes actually count because they own 51% of the stock, say, I, I. Congratulations, Miss Kosick. You've just bought yourself a company. Thank you, Mr. McMillan. I'm deeply grateful. Well, I believe I just got a raise. <laughs> oh, bony. Wow. This is a good dialogue. Yeah. yeah, there's some good quips in this movie. There's, yeah, there's some good erection jokes. And there's Cindy Margolis. Which, you yeah. Know. yeah. Okay, so I guess, yes, it's a, it's not very feminist, but I kind of like the sexism tone of it. Like the, the level of it is like, acceptable for me i like like I, i'm down with it it's like okay this is kind of just funny or it's too stupid to like take seriously i suppose and there it's just like we took a tennis lesson and uh, wasn't that a great fucking tennis lesson <laughs> <laughs> i know what you're talking about yeah for sure he wore me out i think that one was much trashier yeah where do i sign <laughs> wasn't he smoking uh he was smoking celery celery because because I guarantee you, Carrot Top was like, oh, I'm a leader for kids. <laughs> Here's a shot of me fucking somebody behind like a counter. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. he didn't want to show any show himself smoking. Mm-hmm. I guarantee you that was the situation. They were like, I oh, just smoke. And he's like, no, would it be, wouldn't it be funny if I'd used like uh, another vegetable? <laughs> oh, like a carrot. <laughs> Not a carrot this time. Celery. <laughs> Yeah, this so, movie does not pass the Bechdel test, but I think oh, definitely that's no. probably not what you're looking for for a 1998 carrot top romp. <laughs> that made a hundred some odd thousand dollars. <laughs> 80,000. Yeah, Norma Donald was not wrong about the uh, box office. <laughs> <laughs> Conjecture or whatever. Box office poison. Box office poison indeed. <laughs> I think oh, the, I, uh, sorry, go ahead. So the best part of Norm was uh, at the very end of the interview where uh, uh, they were like, what's the name of the movie? And he, the, she told, she tells him, and then Conan's like, yeah, make, make a joke out of that. He's like, I bet you bored spelled B-O-R-E-D. <laughs> <laughs> which is, which is great. And I've always laughed at it. And we watched this movie and I don't know, you probably, you, you came in late. Yeah, they he, made he makes that joke. <laughs> see the boardroom. You guys look pretty bored. Oh wow! 
<laughs> Which kind of blew my mind. It was like a, <laughs> it was like opening up a parallel universe of like we're aware. <laughs> yeah. So was, yeah, so Langhausen, so you 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 came in a little bit late. So I'm gonna I'm not gonna ask you too much about like the plot of the movie or anything, but something that I think is immediately striking about this film, and it's something that speaks or that kind of lives in your wheelhouse. How did you feel about the way this thing was fucking shot? Yeah, they they seemed to like from when I uh, came in, there's a seemed like there's a lot of like some you know the POV stuff and a lot of like up in your face, super wide angle. Um, but I mean, it lends itself to to comedy, which which this thing is, right? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, on paper, I guess. <laughs> yes, what do you think? Or it's supposed to be. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. We were we were talking we were talking about how we wish there was a name for this style of film, but I just don't I don't think there's enough movies that just look like Capri Sun commercials to legitimize <laughs> them having a name. Like we're not going to call them Italian like giallos, yellow like films, yeah. yeah, like anything like this. <laughs> the whole thing was it was very toony, you know. <clears throat> Do you remember oh, the pop secret commercials? Do you remember <laughs> yes. pop secret commercials? The popcorn. Whoever directed those originally, that's the name the genre should be called. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> pop yeah. popcorn. I mean, they're they're just, it's really just like late nineties aesthetic, like to the. It's mat. just a dude. You're getting a Dell kind of fucking vibe. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, that. Those like guys were longer. Sur- surfboards, guys with goatees, dreadlock wigs <laughs> from Maestro. Everything about this movie was terrible. Yeah, it's it's pretty bad. But so, Mike, or sorry, Apocalypse. You mentioned everything about this movie was terrible, but yeah. we have a criteria here that we have to, you know, okay. that we have to look at. So we have the bees. We have blood, boobs, butts, boats, uh, butterfly knives. We found that we added one in this one. We had to add a new one. We had to add a new (laughs) one. I don't know that this is going to be an official B, but it's like, you know, in parentheses, it's a parenthetical B. Uh, They got at, or there's an asterisk next to it. And that B stands for bees. <laughs> so then when they came true, that probably was hard to do. This is insensitive to bees. They're endangered, man. Bees are one of his props. Get the fuck out of there were no boats. Watching the bees. There were no <laughs> blades. There were no boobs. There were there was nothing. There was Things one but. There was one but because at the beginning of the movie, when they talk about the anatomically correct fanny pack, it wasn't it a around, butt. and there is a rubber butt. You said about the anatomically correct fanny pack. Look at that man. That's nasty. <laughs> 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 As a cat, if it's a fake butt. Okay, that actually made me laugh. <laughs> and the zipper was down the butt crack. So. <laughs> I think that might be the best performance of the whole movie. 
is the unzipping of the was the goatee was that the no, goatee what, guy? What was the absolute best line in this movie? Oh, oh hands up. Oh, wow. yeah. oh, Amy knows the answer to this one. <laughs> the best line yeah. in this whole movie is, don't jerk me off and meet me on the moon. It looks like Edison is doing a good job of filling Armand's shoes. It looks like you're doing a good job of filling your pants. Don't jerk me off and meet me at the moon. Say. Well, it looks like you've got yourself another winner on your Don't hands. jerk me off and meet me at the moon? That was the line? Don't do it. <laughs> but when he's delivered that line, he said it like, don't jerk me off and meet me on the moon. I like <laughs> as if he was like, let's do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he kind of sounded into it. He wanted you to do it. He was being sarcastic. I think he was like, what is this line? No one says this, but okay. <laughs> it seems like just two nonsensical phrases stuck together which i mean not seems like it is in fact <laughs> and that's what makes it so great whoever but wrote is, this is was it, high is it don't jerk me off and then meet me at the moon <laughs> like yeah no. but what does that even mean what is it don't jerk me off or do jerk me off he's telling him not to he says hey don't jerk me <laughs> don't jerk me off and meet me at the moon what <laughs> don't, don't. Don't okay, do it. that makes it. I thought it was jerk. Jerk me off and meet me at the moon. Actually, kind of makes sense to me for some jerk reason on some it level. Romantic. On co- co- like some sort of cosmic level of like fuck you, basically. But don't like jerk me off and meet me on the moon. That makes not. That's nothing. That's <laughs> <laughs> jerk me off and meet me on the moon sounds like a text that you would get immediately after the you up text at three forty one in the morning. <laughs> hey. Jerk me off and meet me at the moon. <laughs> a great okay. line. I don't know. It's like, oh, jerk me off and meet me at the moon. I should probably take <laughs> BTF off of my profile. I really feel beat. What? <laughs> <laughs> That's the kind of messages I'm getting at 3 a.m. I need to take DTF off of my profile. Oh, DTF. They said BTF. And I was like, is that some sort of Bigfoot thing? You know what it sounds like? Um, we have a friend uh, when we were very young like right out of college you used to get drunk and yell random things at people yes that's what it sounds, it sounds like. like it sounds like something d would say like he, he would be like i haven't I thanksgiving I, I beg to differ, beg to differ. <laughs> <laughs> yes that's what it sounds like it sounds like someone was drunk or high and writing the script and they were like this is something old people say isn't it and someone else was like no and they're like no, it's like, this is gold <laughs> This is gold. I'm keeping it. Just right All right. Yeah. Uh, the B, the other B's were boner jokes. Was all I wrote down. God, there's a lot of boner. Oh, jokes. there were a there lot of boner jokes in this movie. <clears throat> yeah. But uh, Carrot Top had one, and his nemesis had a few. Yeah. There's. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. Well, I guess at this point. It's time to just make a judgment call. We'll go around the horn. Bags of trash out of five. How many bags of trash? We'll start with Apocalypse. Negative 180,000. Okay. Wow. <laughs> I think that would be zero. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I get, I, I'm not shocked by that score considering you walked out for like 20 minutes at a time. You were just like, walk my this dog. movie. <laughs> I had to walk my dog. Does that mean something? Is that like jerking somebody off and meeting with the moon? Yeah. 
walk my dog and blend my carrot. Like, is it? Yeah. They blend a carrot in the movie. I actually walked in that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, so we have negative 180,000 and or zero. Well, that's going to hurt the average. That's going to hurt the average a little bit. Yeah. Uh, Joey, how many bags of trash? <clears throat> You know, this this thing wasn't as bad as I thought it, it was going to be, um, honestly. It had some, like, stuff that was fun, <laughs> but still pretty fucking bad. God, Joey, give five. it five bags, I dare you. No. I, I don't have the balls. Five bags? I don't have the balls. <laughs> It'll go into the permanent record. Are bags good or bad? I don't know. The, I don't understand. Bags... Bags however are, you want to define it, it yeah matter. like we've uh, they're good and like like it's like you can give something five bags of trash that is still trash it's, it's a fucking bad movie but at least it's entertaining and i think that's what i'm usually looking at as like how entertaining was this and this was not as devoid of entertainment as I thought it could have been like I thought some of the jokes kind of worked and even from like being incredibly stupid so I'm gonna give it two bags of trash which I feel is being generous to this awful awful film but so two bags uh Amy I had a good good time (laughs) yeah (laughs) how many bags of trash um my instinct is to say one bag of trash and that is because it while uh stupid and um really set up to be a lot more fun than it was it avoided going to the like criminally offensively bad there was no like Mm. no no women or children got beaten to death um yeah it keeps it light i think that's kind of thing yeah i didn't see any hate crimes or anything in it so i feel like it deserves at least one bag of trash yeah it needed it needed like one joke that like that was like whoa like gross like mm-hmm. but it didn't have it didn't ever push it too hard it was like they couldn't even get carrot top to smoke i think is carrot top like secretly like goody goody guy he probably, must be. probably I bet he's he is. A comic. like he's a prop comic yeah it's a good point like <laughs> uh langhausen how many bags of trash out of five would you give chairman of the board <laughs> starring uh carrot top yeah i mean I, I came in late um but from what from what i saw uh, you saw enough i saw yeah uh you know it's, it's kind of with joey he has some entertainment value right um it make it's it's very t- you know toony kind of reminds me a bit of um like, like a ronnie dangerfield film you know um but uh you know i'd probably give it like a like a bag of trash with a hole in it. <laughs> <laughs> it's, just, you know, it, it, it's leaking out and, you know, yeah. left. <laughs> okay, so a leaky bag of trash. <laughs> All right. We call that a 1.5, maybe 1.4. <laughs> I think it gets the 0.5, but only because of don't jerk me off and meet me on the moon. Yeah. How's yeah. yeah. garbage bag? Yeah. Okay. 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 Yeah. Uh, Adam, what do you think? Yeah. For me, I mean, it was <clears throat> like you said, Joey. It was, you know, it was entertaining enough. I will credit a lot of that to the people that I watched it with, because if I watched this by myself, I <laughs> I would not have finished it. Like I would have walked out of the theater probably. 
Right. It had some, it had some uh, crowdsourced uh, fun. Right. I suppose. Right. Yeah. But, you know, it's, it has a style and it kind of hits it and all that stuff. So I'll give it two. So sure. we'll give it, we'll give it two bags of trash. So <sighs> I know, I know. It's still negative. I was like no, thousands. So. <laughs> no butterfly knives in it at all. Not one. Not, <laughs> not one. We had a, but no there was bugs. a rubber butt. There was a rubber butt oh, and it gave uh, us a new bean. A rubber butt is fun. A rubber butt's fun. Come on. A rubber butt is Have fun a good time. It gave the... us a new bean. <laughs> Have a good time at the movies. The Who rubber doesn't... butt. <laughs> Who doesn't like boner jokes? Come on. <laughs> God, it's terrible. <laughs> Oh, I was going to ask you to edit this in if you want or not, but did anyone have a favorite invention? I guess the rubber butt is kind of the thing everyone keeps bringing up, but I thought that wine tie was pretty good. Wine tie was good. Wine tie, I like. Did you see in the credits that the, the like three inventions that we were like, that's kind of cool, actually, were all created by like this one person? No. Yeah, they, there were specific credit lines for the inventions. Mm-hmm. Oh, she, really? I think it was a woman's name, and she invented, like, the flask tie. Yeah. And, I think the ketchup um, thing. And the what ketchup thing. What was the thing? POS? That was, like, the the road trip thing, I think. Oh, no, that's the, yeah. Yeah, the bathroom diaper thing that we were talking yeah. about. <laughs> yeah. And then the bull shirt. <clears throat> the bull yeah. shirt was bull good. shirt was good. Yeah. It was a lie detecting shirt. Okay, so this makes me think because Courtney Thorne Smith in that interview with Norm McDonald says that there's no there's no props, and I'm like, a hundred percent she never read the script. <laughs> she showed up. She was like, "Give me my sides." It's weird because it's like, there's no there's no props with her scenes. True. In my mind, I didn't see a lot of them. Maybe the idea of inventions are around but it's not super yeah. present. She absolutely wasn't present. <laughs> like Maybe it's because they were all shot in super close. So she just wasn't there when they were. Right, there. Yeah. Right. I get it. Yeah. I feel like she was left in the dark. <laughs> yeah. Because the, the whole scene with, with him in the car, like driving in, in the traffic jam and, and, and the whole car is a, a damn prop. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Like the first probably 40 minutes of that movie is just prop comedy. Okay. Yeah, right? but she's not in that 40 minutes. But she's not, right. Not until... And then there's the the wine tie is the one thing that I'm like, is she in that scene? But, uh, probably not. She's definitely not in that shot. She's no, in the bull shirt scene at the very end, for sure. She, yeah. I think she went into that interview with Conan just not really... I'm just kind of wanting to forget it. <laughs> yeah. Like it was a few months ago and she's like, yeah, okay. <laughs> it up. I'm, I like going on Conan and I, she made a couple, she made one or two pretty good jokes before Norm McDonald comes in and like ransacks the place with like a few <laughs> like all timers. But <laughs> she had like a, yeah, she had an agenda to have a good time with it. I think going in, I don't know. <clears throat> I definitely okay. see why the movie wasn't very popular. 
Well, thank you for joining us on this episode of the Trash Kings podcast. Uh, I am your host, Adam Edwards, joined this week with Amy, by Andy, Amy Anderson, Michael Langhausen, Apocalypse Howell, and Joseph Graham. Uh, thanks again for joining us, and we will see you next time.